Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Stevenson's back in a corner for the Bears. That's good news. Mahomes on the fake little flip. McKinnon, good walk in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Whoa, I think I just figured something out, Davis. <laughs> what? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really sucks. It's Hogan Jones. Well, welcome in. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> that's the. Uh, bad scenario that we talked about going into this game. Were they going to fight? Were they going to show signs of improvement, Johnsy? Or were they just going to get... They showed a whole bunch of nothing, Adam Hogue. Yes. Yes. One of the worst games I have covered, covering this team in 12-plus years. This is post-bye week... Blown up by the Packers, 55-14 bad from Mark Tressman's second season in 2014. This is how bad it feels. Yep. That locker room is in a bad place, man. It's 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 tough. This is tough. So that's where I mean, that's where my brain went to. That's where my brain went midweek. I, I was saying that. Like, is this I, I could not wait to see the response. And it was either gonna be good, even if they lost, it could have been good. They could have put on a tough performance against the Chiefs. Or it was going to be what I consider, and I, I'd like to hear your opinion on this, Johns, especially because you were in that locker room. You got the sense after the game, being there in Kansas City. Kind of a level of panic, spiral, spiraling out of control is something that I, I personally am worried about right now. What did you sense being there? Is there? Do you sense a team that can come back and no. win? No. Win these next couple weeks, or a team that where this is just going the wrong direction? No, I I don't know where the signs are for such a scenario to play out. Like the the positive signs, like at least last year when the Bears were losing a bunch of ball games, you had Justin Fields playing well. Now with better receivers, a rookie right tackle selected with the tenth overall pick, it's it's even worse for Fields. Like this this is not a good thing going for Justin Fields, and I think that kind of carries over into other facets of the game. It's not all on fields, but this team is bad, Adam. 
This team is bad. The offense is bad. The quarterback is bad. The defense might be the worst in the league. It's all bad right now. So you're searching for positives that I don't think even exist. Players are getting hurt left and right. Jermaine Edmonds left the game for a reason that's still undisclosed. Like, what happened there? It's a player you paid a lot to be the middle linebacker in your defense. It, it's all bad right now. I don't know what a positive – there's there's no positive that exists with this team right now. So that's what something I want to ask you about. Were you in Flusa's press conference? I was. Okay, so did, did he try to point to some positives? Based on some notes I saw that it was like, yeah, the first defensive drive was cool. Yippee! Uh, or, or like, what? You take me. I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Okay. Like, you get, you get a, that was the question. I, I forget yeah. who asked it, but he was asked if there's positives and if there's any at all. And sometimes you want to hear what the head coach has to say, but he's grasping at straws right now. There are no positives. There's none. None at all. What could be a potential positive out of this outing? Name one thing. Adam Johns is gonna get some barbecue later. That's a positive for me. I mean, that's I. I mean, I'm jealous. I would get on a flight right now and come eat some barbecue. That sounds great. <laughs> come on down. Uh, I had a nice catfish po' boy from Crossroads in the middle of the game. That was that solid. That, that was good. But no, I don't know what to point to as a positive. I mean, there's really, it, there's really, I, there's nothing. There's 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 no pressure. There's they can't get off the field. Everybody's hurt on the entire secondary is hurt now. Everybody. That that was supposed to be the strength of the defense. And it's just they're all hurt now. Shermaine Edmonds might be hurt. Um can I read you something from Demarcus Walker? I I that is that confirmation that he played today? <laughs> he he did play today. Okay. So he called this re- a reality check for the Bears. That's the Marcus Walker. Then he had this quote where it is um, like, what's missing? The biggest thing is chemistry now. There's only so much you could do, there's only so many reps, so many plays you could have before a game. Now it's about everybody being on one page. Chemistry, in my opinion. And I feel like that's the last thing we got to do. How do you build that chemistry? Coaches trust players. Players trust the coaches, Walker said, but it's got to be 50-50. It can't be 60-40, 70-30. Everyone has to be on the same page. I have this in my column. There's not even, they're not even the same book, Adam. Forget okay, this. so that is a... For the Bears to be included in here. Yeah, that that is a... Get me wrong, but that sounds like the complete opposite of the head coach trying to say that they got a tight-knit locker room, that everybody's on the same page. Did you see Ian Rappaport's report this morning? <laughs> Those types the, the, of reports the, come out after weeks like this, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like that this galvanized the locker room, that the, there was nothing but positive energy coming it, out it, after it everything. ruined the locker room. Like, man, like on Friday, like, you know, we're making fun of like, the Bears having their lawnmowers stolen and everything, you know, like it, it's it's funny to kid around about, you know, because it was such a bad week. It's good to have a sense of humor about such things, but players were laughing about it too. I don't know if that's such a good sign, right? Like, 
and I guess this is my concern in all this, Adam Hogue, is you and I have covered well shit shows like this before. Is that too much? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I, I can't believe I even said that. Like a dumpster fire like this before. We know it could get worse. Like I don't mean to be too I, I rough tw- there, I but tw- like we've co- like I think that's what's sticking with me is that we've covered this before and it's almost exhausting in a sense. I, I can't even fathom how fans are feeling because everybody's been through this before. We've seen teams blow up quickly. We've seen teams have success with a quarterback, then blow up a year later. Like yeah. we've been down this road before. This feels worse than an 0-3 record right now. Well, and I tweet I literally tweeted that in the middle of the game, Johns, which is if there's anything I've learned over the years covering this team, yes, it can get worse. Like you there's been many times where you think they're at rock bottom and they're not. That's what's always concerning. Because this right here should lead to my column. And I don't mean that, you know, I shouldn't have said that. You know, I I take that back a bit using the S word like that. But we've we've covered this before. (laughs) I feel bad. The B man. I want the B man back in the voicemail line. But (laughs) this was a blank show today. You were you were you were just being accurate. I don't know how else you call this. This whole week, quite frankly, has been exactly that professional again. I know. I, I I think what bothers me it's it's that like lingering feeling of like here we go again. We've covered how many coaches, how many GMs, how many quarterbacks, and like there was such optimism coming into this season, and there are zero reasons for optimism right now. So let me ask you a question that we led CHGO with because I want to hear your take to it. The one difference right now compared to all the other blank shows that we've covered is that Kevin Warren is there. If you're Kevin Warren, what do you do? Do you do anything? Are you having a meeting tomorrow at Alice Hall saying, yo, yes, it's only three games, but that means we have 14 to figure out what the hell to do at quarterback. So what the hell is the plan here and who's going to actually fix it? Like what, what do you, what can you do? I mean, that's part of the, that, that question I was struggling to answer earlier because it feels too early to fire people. You already lost your defensive coordinator, but why the hell should anyone believe the results are going to be any different just because you're playing the Denver Broncos, who by the way, gave up 70 points today. <laughs> and, and who just happened to be a two and a half point favorite. <laughs> They're still favored against. They gave up 70 points and they're favored in your house. Think yeah, about good. that. Um, not good. Not good. Um, truthfully, I don't know what Kevin Warren's going to do. He's never been in this position before. He has a ton of NFL experience, but he's never been the president of a football team. This is his first year doing it. So I have no idea. It's kind of like the great unknown right now. Yay made a bunch of deals with, with the Big Ten. Yes, he built a beautiful stadium for the Vikings. I have no idea what he's going to do with the Chicago Bears because this is all new for him. I, I'm sure he has no idea what he's going to do with the Chicago Bears. Like, what do you do? Where are the answers? There's 14 games left, Adam Hoke. 14. So do you buy this... Uh... The Lions were one in six stuff. 
Because I saw Justin reference that in his post game. Because I, I can shoot back right away. Their first four games last year were all one-score games. And they won one of them. They were one and three. And they were all... And, by the way, they were scoring in the 30s. So they had an offense. And they were all one-score games. Now... They then went through sort of a weird stretch where they got blanked by the Patriots, and then I think they only scored six points the week after that. I'd have to go back and look at the context of that. I seem to remember them being banged up. I know they ended up trading Hawkinson at some point in there. Um, but just the fact that their first four games, they were all one-score games. They were scoring a lot of points. Like To me, that just feels like that's a different... I don't know that anybody was sitting after four games going, this team's worse than the team they had last year because that's what the reality is here with the Bears. This team correct, looks worse. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like the conversation at that point was, oh, the Lions, I, I, you were bringing this up. The Lions might be sneakily competitive. I have no reason to think the Bears might be sneakily competitive right now. Yes. Yeah. They've lost to Jordan Love. Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, that's not surprising. But Jordan Love should not have done what he did in week one. Baker Mayfield should not be posting a passer rating of 114.5 against you. Just yeah. shouldn't be doing it. Not with what he's on his what, third team, fourth team, fourth team now? And, and did Patrick Mahomes break a sweat today? No, I don't know. Did did anyone touch him? Well, I guess he did get rolled up on that one. Uh, I mean, that if that's if that's was that the only time they touched him all game? Yeah, maybe. I mean, they chase him out of the sidelines pretty well. I'm looking back at this stat here. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull this up because I took a picture of it because the real time stats move so fast, especially yeah. when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. So when the Bears were down twenty-one nothing. 21 nothing. Like games kind of getting out of hand a little bit here. There was a couple turnovers about to happen. Like, that Justin been like early Fields, second quarter? No. Uh, three minutes left in the second quarter. Okay. Justin Fields was two for four for 29 yards. <laughs> two sacks. Interception was coming. Like what they're doing offensively is just not working. It's not. I know the Chiefs are good. Like their defense is really good, but this this was not. And we were looking for what a less robotic, free playing Justin Fields look like. If this what it was, this this was not good. It's not good. Yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, Watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan John's polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Rowan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, and works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Rowan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I, 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 I don't know what to make of what I saw today offensively. It was almost like, I, I, I didn't, I, my first reaction is I didn't come away thinking that like this was field's fault, but the whole thing just looks like it's maybe this is too harsh, but it just doesn't look like it's an NFL offense. No, this looked like a varsity versus JV game. Ouch. It really did, though. I, I and I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. Like that's what it looked like from the kickoff. It looked like one team did not belong on the field with the other. I think it was Antonio who just asked on the chat here if this is rock bottom, and I'm sorry to tell you, Antonio, it's probably not. 
but how are we here again already? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And and, and, and I'm being honest. So I, I, I'm going to be serious for a second. If I'm Kevin Warren, now I'm answering my own question from a few minutes ago. I, I would, and this doesn't have to involve, well, it's someone that has to involve polls, but I would at least be getting a room with, um, who's the owner of the team? George McCaskey. Um, I'm trying to think of the committee. Who was the committee? It was Tanisha Wade. Soup. Who's not even there anymore? Soup, remember? Soup Campbell. I'm having like a... a, Yes, remember the... the, A a third of the committee that hired Ryan Poles was then fired by Ryan Poles. Remember that whole thing? Because there's... Wait, was there more than three? I'm forgetting. This is off the top of my head. But where I'm going with this is if I'm Kevin Warren, I want to talk to those people and I want to know how Mike McDaniel was not interviewed. You want to interview the guy and then go in a different direction? Fine. But before this game kicked off today, the Dolphins hung 70 on the Broncos with a young quarterback. And I would just, it pains me because, and and yes, I'm biased in this because I've been talking about Mike McDaniel since before like when he was on the 49ers and some of it was playful. Cause I'm like, so this guy's great. I just want him to be the head coach selfishly for the press conferences. But now that you see what this guy can do, what he could have done with Justin Fields and maybe it wouldn't have worked out, but at least we would have known like this just, it just sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like, if you're Kevin Warren, I want to know. I want to know how the hiring thing went down and how they got to here, so that mistakes are not repeated. Well, well, then he might have to give Bill Polin a phone call because he was running the entire search. Yeah, well, that too. Yep. Oh God, it's part of the problem, man. And we've we've Ernie Corsi before that. Like, we've been down this road so many times. So many times, and there seems to be no exit. The thing that sticks with me, Adam, is there's still 14 games left. And, and yes, you know, sure, things can be a bit better. After that 55-14 to 14 loss against the Packers 2014, the Bears actually won two games in a row. But we knew what they were at the, that point. Yes. All right. So I, I do understand what the Marcus Walker is saying in terms of building chemistry. I understand what Matty Rufus is saying in terms of having a, a young team, 30-something new players to bring together, right? I, I understand that. New? But, it, but it shouldn't look this bad. It shouldn't yeah. be this bad. Like, it's not surprising you lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but not this bad. I don't even necessarily care about the final score and how bad it looked. I care about what I just said a few minutes ago. This game was over in like five minutes. <laughs> and it was exactly what you feared. Like they shouldn't have gotten on the plane to go there. It was over. They they, they didn't belong on the same field. There was no stat in the NFL that was more false than the Chiefs and the Bears coming into this game today averaging the same amount of points. Because anybody with eyes could have told you that this was going to happen today. There's a visual from the game that's going to stick with me for for a bit. It's the the Bears are about to score their one and only touchdown, right? Late in the game, feels the DJ Moore, 
and I look at the sideline and like almost every single player is sitting down. Where the defense sits, that that bench, which you rarely see is full, is overloaded with players. I took a picture of it. That stuck with me. Like that is something Matty Bierplus is going to have to sort out. And that is something that Ryan Poles should judge his head coach by. And it's probably something that Kevin Warren should judge his GM and then head coach by. Like that visual was it's tough. It's tough. Did you tweet that? Not yet. Okay. And I'm just wondering because it, I, I brought this up at some point last week. My mind's all mixed together now, but that reminds me of in 14 when we were at Lambeau and the bears were in the midst of getting 50 put on them. And I looked down at the sideline with my binoculars and it was still the second quarters before halftime. And there wasn't a single person on that sideline within 15 feet of Mark Tressman. Cause they were all literally trying to get away from him. So they didn't get caught on television. Because they knew the camera was on them. Like, that's the type of stuff here that's startling. I don't like hearing that everybody's sitting down. How much time's left in the game at that point? You said it was right before the touchdown? Yeah. So I understand the, the emotions yeah. and stuff, but I understand the game situation and just how it's it's over. So they scored that touchdown with what? 420 left in the game. Just stood out to me. Something to think about. Yeah, but and I, I realize this isn't high school football, but I imagine that the conversations on the sideline were still, you know, let's have some pride. Let's finish. You know, that reminds me right before halftime. You remember the call, the touchdown that got called back um, because of one of Juan Taylor's uh, misalignments where he's in the backfield? You tell me from the press box what you saw, but. That guy was who I'm forgetting who it was. Whoever caught that ball that was like jogging into the end zone and showing off, and then he put it down right by the pylon. I didn't think Elijah Hicks was coming after him hard enough. Like he was, he was, he was loafing. He was essentially mocking you as he went into the end zone. And that I'm not saying you take a late dirty hit on the guy, but if you run you can make it a play at the pylon and give yourself a f- completely legal hit at the guy. And I I was just like, where's the pride here? Like, this guy is mocking you going into the end zone, and, and you're late getting over there. How crazy is it a, to have pride being a conversation point after three weeks already? Right? Yeah. Can you hear me? Like, yeah. like seriously, no. like, yeah. like, like, kind of blew your mind a bit there. Like, having no, a I sense know. of pride in who you are and how you play is now a conversation point three weeks into this season. That it's, Adam uh, Hogue is a problem. Well, look, and that's the part that has me. It has me thinking two things. One is I should know better. One is I should know better. But two is. that's a scenario I did not see coming, even though I should know better. You could have told me they were 0-3. That I would have believed. But 
I did not think it'd be this bad. Certainly no one could have seen this whole thing that came with Alan Williams. Yeah. That's a whole different subject. But th- this lack of pride, these questions about chemistry and all this stuff, that that has nothing to do with what happened with Alan Williams. That That stuff was already festering. And I don't know. It's just, I hate to say it, but this is... I always remember the Mark Trestman era for endless comments. Like the ones we heard on Friday, like the ones that were in Ian Rappaport's story this morning. Everything's fine, right? Like the energy is great. Like we had a great week of practice. Oh, I was just about to repeat that. Yes. We had a great week. Everyone was great. Everyone had a great week of practice. And then they take the field Sunday and there was literally no proof of that. And that's the type of stuff, like, I'll just warn the Bears. I know Matt Eberflus wasn't here for that. Your fans are smarter, man. They've lived through this. It's one thing for us because we covered it, but these fans, these fans that are going to be on your flight home coming from Kansas City that spent all this money, man, they've, they're smarter than that. They've been through us. They know how to smell out BS. And it's... I just we're in week three and this is already happening. That's the stuff that's just kind of blowing my mind right now. I, I would say the same thing applies to the Fields conversation and his and his comments about coaching. You and I have heard that before. We've lived through the Mark Trestman. All right, sorry, no, Mark, oh, actually, well, partially true. The Mark Trestman, Aaron Cromer, yeah, Jay Cutler scenario. We've seen Jay Cutler get benched for Jimmy Clausen. We've seen Matt Nagy bench Mitch Trubisky for Nick Foles, like waiting for his opportunity to bench him and then having to go back to him because his offense isn't working. We've seen this in in various ways, various similar ways play out for this team. But doesn't it seem like that's kind of impossible right now? Because that's the next thing. That's what happens when the coach is like, shit. We score three points against the Broncos next week. I might be fired. Like that's when those desperate moves happen. What are they going to do right now? I, I, I don't know. Fields <laughs> for Peterman. I, I mean, everyone's going to say Tyson Bajan, but what the hell? But yeah, I'm. I. But the thing about this one that sucks is I don't know that it's. I don't know. I at one at one. On one side, it's almost like I, I, I wouldn't necessarily blame them if they did it, but this doesn't feel like it's all Fields' fault to the point that he should be benched. Well, not yet. It doesn't, it doesn't seem right. I, I do think, and read Kevin Fishbane's column on this later, like um, there's a point of like almost no return though, right? Like eventually you've seen enough if this continues to – to play out this way for Justin Fields, which is kind of, you know, even having this conversation right now is crazy to think about it only three weeks into this season, but after all yeah. the success he had last year, like I know he, he's going to go into that. Like the Lions are one and six. He's going to look for answers in that capacity, but I don't know, man, it's, it's it doesn't look good right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? Uh, anything else come out of the locker room or those press conferences that you want to bring up? Because I haven't seen it all. You were in there 
Did what was the mood like? It was not good. It doesn't sound like anybody went off though. First quote I heard in the locker room was Cole Clement, your colleague, Cole Clement, (laughs) say, "We got our ass kicked." First words I heard in the locker room. Yeah, there was a stunned feeling in there. I would say, um, you still have that, like some young young players trying to figure it out. Like, oh man, like some of the, some of these young players have never experienced anything like this, and you got the media sitting there. I think Fields, um, he actually had an inter- interact interesting interaction with our friend Jason Leisure from the Sun Times. So be sure to look that up on YouTube whenever the Bears post that video. But I'm sorry, who, Fields did. Fields did with, with okay. So, so that was in the press conference. That was in the press conference afterwards. What was it? You did it? Didn't he didn't like the phrasing of Jason's question? It's my understanding. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's the type of stuff that happens when you reach this point. I'll have to check it out. Um, There's a comment right there. Trustman was 13 and 19 as Bears head coach. Eberflus is already three and 17. Yeah. They shouldn't have a they shouldn't be on a 13 game losing streak. I'm sorry. You see, like the Cardinals You know beat how the hard Cowboys that is? Today. Yes. Yeah, I, that's I, what I mean. The Cardinals beat the Cowboys today. Do you know how hard that is to have a 13 game losing streak in the NFL? I, I get at some point last Detroit year. Detroit Lions crap. Like they tried to be bad at some point last year, knowing where this was going and knowing what having a high draft pick could mean to to retooling the roster. Like I understand that. But at the same point, you still have games like, well, like the Texans beating the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Where Lovey Smith gets his revenge. The NFL is, is full of bad football sometimes. We're gonna have a two oh and three teams playing next week. Was it Rod Marinelli, the head coach of the 0 16 Lions? He was. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying. Someone okay, brought up Hugh Jackson. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's fine. I'm, not, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> stating facts. I forgot for a second. I asked a question. But that's true. Yes, that it's very true. true. 100% true. It's a true thing. And then someone brought up Hugh Jackson's name in the. This I, okay. Up until like a week and a half ago, I would have said that Matt Eberflus and Hugh Jackson don't shouldn't be in the same sentence. But like at some point, your record's the record, right? Yeah, you lost thirteen games in a row. It's one thing how last year ended. I get it. There were some signs of this late. Like I still, I covered the game in Detroit last year on New Year's Day. That was a complete ass kicking too. It shouldn't have been. Fields was playing in that game and he played horribly. Um, Dr. Dave asking, who is our special teams coordinator and can he coordinate all three? <laughs> Richard Hightower. Yeah. You're a guy. I, I'm just on, on, on Twitter right now. And I'm kind of mad because our guy, Jared Payton, was outside the Bears locker room. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was in the right spot to capture Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift walking by together hand in hand. Yeah, it's a big, that's a loaf by you. And, big uh, loaf for me. <laughs> So what's fun here is write, write my column and get this uh, podcast going, man. We we had a conversation on the CSGO pregame trying to predict who would get the video of Taylor Swift today. And we jokingly said 
that Jared Payton's the kind of guy that would somehow get his way into that suite. You know, he knows everybody, right? He does. Like, you know, he might get an invite. And um, so we predicted that it would be JP. Now, he didn't get it in the suite, but he did happen to be at the right place, right time. Got the video of Travis Kelsey leaving with Taylor Swift. And she said hi to him. That's a win. So your your entire day could be different if you had <laughs> Taylor Swift say hi to you. And I, know. I missed instead my opportunity. You had, you had to write your big fancy column about this horrible football game. And I missed my opportunity to have Taylor Swift say hi to me, huh? Yeah. It's a bad job by you. Yeah. I was loath- had to come had to come do this this podcast. Definitely oh, love. Yeah. All what right, we well, can do is go cover the Super Bowl together, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunity. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We gotta go say hi to Usher, I guess. Because he's the that was the big news. He's the halftime show. I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. Um that would require you to come cover a Super Bowl again. I would love to see that. It's been a while. I know. That's what I'm saying. I love Super Bowl week. As I always say, the Super Bowl is my Super Bowl. Um all right. <laughs> Well, for now, why don't you get home safely? Why don't you get some good barbecue? Thanks, man. Say hi to Mark Potash for me. They're actually like right behind us. I know. I'm sure they're waiting for you. It's making me uncomfortable. So, um, <laughs> anyway, appreciate right. it. Good. Everybody, read Johnsy stuff. The Athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. Check out HoganJohns.com for all of our merch. Find us on Twitter at Hogan Johns. The voicemails should be outstanding uh kent i've already had s- if you're watching on youtube there's a picture of this beautiful arrowhead stadium oh, there for you go. it is a great stadium um kent i was already told that there's a there's a special guest voicemail this week so be on the lookout for that Just sources have told me Ooh. voicemails will come tuesday we'll be back tuesday live at 8 30 as we've been doing coffee with hogan johns we got a lot to sort through in the next 36 hours until then or whatever it is uh johns safe trip home we'll see you back here uh for everyone else we'll talk to you on tuesday tomorrow should be fun see you later see ya. new year same old bears